Marine veteran Bo Higgins is a senior manager on Amazon's military affairs team. Bo is a leader of an organization that is responsible for creating scalable veteran programs, developing policies and strategic planning for military recruiting and outreach efforts, and focusing on hiring, developing, and retaining the best and the brightest military talent available for positions within Amazon. Coming up next on Veteran on the Move. Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe, or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. Navy Federal can help you get started on your next home improvement project. They offer a home equity line of credit with convenient access to funds when you need them at a variable rate. You can also get a fixed rate equity loan that has set monthly payments for large purposes. Check them out at NavyFederal.org. All right, welcome, everybody. We're talking to Marine veteran Bo Higgins today, senior manager on Amazon's military affairs team. Bo, a lot of of great things uh, to talk about with what's going on with Amazon and what you've been doing since you uh, got out of the Marine Corps. But before we do all that, we do want to hear what you did in the Marine Corps. Also, hey, thanks, Joe, and great to be here today. Uh, yeah, certainly happy to talk about my Marine Corps time a little bit. Uh, I was uh, blessed and fortunate to spend 25 years in the Corps. Uh, it was not a place that I thought I would uh, end up when I was leaving college. I was literally saw a recruiter stand in front of the bookstore my senior year of college, and I thought I would uh, talk to him and, and see what this Marine Corps thing was all about. My dad had been a Marine, and I was like, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was leaving college. And so I talked to him, and next thing you know, I was joining up uh, for officer candidate school and, and really thought I'd do four years, get out and go back and get my MBA. Uh, 25 years later, you know, I retired as a colonel, right? Uh, <laughs> and I, I was an Intel guy. Well, I was a signator. I started off as a sig- signals intelligence officer in the Marine Corps, uh, and then moved into the Intel field, um, and, and had the opportunity, uh, during that time to do, you know, a deployment to Somalia, deployment to Bosnia, uh, three tours in Iraq, three tours in Afghanistan and, and, and loved all of that. Uh, but, but the highlights truly were probably the commands I was able to, to lead, uh, had the true pleasure to lead first recon battalion, um, from 06 to 08 and took them over to uh, Iraq. Uh, and then, uh, as a Colonel was able to lead headquarter battalion, second Mardiv. Um, and uh, was able to uh, deploy with them over to Afghanistan during that time period. So um, I, a lot of time in the special operations community, did some time at SOCOM, um, and just, you know, in, enjoyed enjoyed the team, enjoyed the camaraderie, uh, enjoyed being an intel guy. They say, you know, marine intelligence may be the ultimate oxymoron, I guess, sometimes, <laughs> but I try to do my best and, and, uh, and really got to use what I did, you know, on a day-to-day yeah. basis. I guess the beauty of being an intel guy. Uh, was that opportunity and, um, you know, to be in some unique places. I think my, one of the best stories for me in my Marine Corps career is I, we were actually in Australia on 9-11 um, when the towers fell. Uh, and, and within two months, our whole unit, the 15th Mew, was in the, on the ground in Afghanistan. You know, so to be there from on, from day one with the country behind you and the support of the world behind you was uh, probably the pinnacle of my career in a lot of ways. But uh, did some great wow. stuff and, and wouldn't trade it for the world. I didn't realize the the Mew the fifteenth Mew was in Australia on nine eleven, and that's one of the one of the two Mews that uh, went in Afghanistan shortly after. That's crazy. 
Yeah, it was wild. We were there just training. Darwin up, you know, up in uh, in, in Northwest Australia, and, and we had literally played a rugby match with our hosts that day. And we were in the the bar post post rugby match, and when we on the TV saw that happen, like we we didn't know it was going to happen next, certainly, uh, but we knew some of the things were changing, and we were, you know, as as you are in the Marine Corps kind of the, the, the nation's 911 force right and yeah. um and we were there within a couple of months and it was really it was, it was a fascinating time to be around and to be uh you know some of the first people in the country was it uh, was amazing wow awesome we had an awesome career in, in the marine corps um currently working at amazon but there's a big gap in there so you actually retired from the Marine Corps. It's a little bit different transition than somebody getting out after four years or 10 years. What was your transition like? Yeah. You know, I, I, I probably had a better transition than most. Um, and, and I, my first job out of the Marine Corps was not with Amazon. I actually worked for a couple years with a company called custom cable that manufactured installed fiber optic cable, which was a great first job. And I did learn a ton about just life yeah. and business, but to get there, um, it was, uh, you know, it, it's, it's networking. I mean, that, the reason I got my job was networking and, the, and I will tell you why my transition, I think, was better than most is that even in my time in the Marine Corps, I very much stayed connected to my friends from high school, to my friends from college, um, you know, and, and made new friends that were external to the Marine Corps. Because I think what I see, I mean, having been now in the Marine, in the veteran hiring space now for the last almost seven years, so many veterans or so many folks that are still active duty you know, lose their identity outside of the military, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I make this analogy often that it's like the Shawshank Redemption, right? They, they get institutionalized, you know, and they're afraid of the outside world or get, you know, they don't know how to function well in the outside world. Yeah. And, and that's really what I think why, why so many people have a bad transition is they just don't know what to do. And they're paralyzed by you know, how to function outside the gates of the military. For me, I, I really did try to maintain and kept a lot of those friends and contacts from my civilian side. And when I was getting ready to transition, I started calling them up and saying, Hey, you know, I, um, I, you know I've been, I've been, I've been off the net for 25 years doing this Marine Corps thing. I know you're a, in commercial real estate. What do you do? Like I don't, you sell buildings. All right. Well, what, what is a day in the life of a commercial real estate agent? Right. You know, or talking to friends that were in, you know, private equity. Like what, what, what does that mean? I, I know what it is sort of, I mean, I, I get it. You raise money and you buy companies, but like, what do you do? And just having those conversations to me was enjoyable. And I, even if I wasn't going to go into those jobs necessarily, that, that was part of my transition and part of just that networking piece that eventually led me to the job that I ended up taking. It was a friend of a friend, um, knew I was trying to leave, knew I, I basically kind of said, you know, I, I was getting out. I didn't want to go. I knew what I didn't want to do. I think that's also part of transition, right, is figuring out what you don't want to do. Absolutely. That is just as and maybe sometimes more important as what you do want to do is figuring out what you don't want to do. So I kind of narrowed down that I wanted to get an operations of some variety, um, did not want to go be a contractor, wanted to be back in Tampa, Florida, and that narrowed my search down and, and helped me to talk to people here that had different business experience. And I ended up, like I said, going to work for that company that manufactured and installed fiber optic cable. But again, the transition itself was really about just talking to people, having cups of coffee. There's a great TED talk on 50 cups of coffee, right? It's about just 
talking to people about what they do and how that can lead yeah. to opportunities and kind of when I say getting your name in play, right? Because I think people know that you're out there and that you're on the market and, and what that, you know, maybe not the first person you talk to, maybe the 17th that connects you to that guy, but that, that's what it takes in, in, in many ways. I mean, I, I, what I've found in my life and in so many people's lives, you know, it's, 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 it's uh, the connections, you know, it's timing and who, you know, is going to help you find that job much more than just putting your resume in the hopper can work, but it wouldn't be the, the my only approach if I had, you know, in, in uh, for transition. So j- just a quick question to solidify that last statement. From what you see, what you know, your experience on, on both ends, uh, trying to get hired and be part of the hiring team, how many people get hired off of a resume versus their networking and who they know? I wouldn't be able to give it a number, but I would tell you that a majority of them are getting through your network and who you know via your resume. Now, the resume is important. And even at Amazon, like we, you know, we hired almost over 40,000 veterans last year, right? Wow. You have to have a good resume. Sure. Not having a resume will stop you from getting hired. But, but to get hired, it will help you to know someone like myself that can get your resume pulled out of the stack and get to the front of the line, right? So that's the networking piece, right? It's both. You have to have the resume. And you have to go through the process. It's not like I can, I can't totally, you know, just get you hired. I can get you to the place where you get looked at, right? And that's, sure. and from there it's on you, right? I mean, you have to go through the process yourself, but, but having someone that's going to advocate for you, that's what networking gets you, right? Networking gets you an advocate inside the gates that is going to give you a chance to earn the job. Otherwise, you're just one of many that is competing against, you know, 200, 300, but sometimes we have thousands of applicants for a job. But if you can find someone that is willing to vouch for you inside the the company, obviously that's going to give you a leg up in some way, shape or form. And that's really what networking is all about. Wow. If, If every veteran on their way out of the military could hear what you just said, it would totally, totally transform their transition process. So it was well said. That's a good stopping point. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. If your New Year's resolution has anything to do with fixing up your house, the Navy Federal can help you get started on your next home improvement project. They offer a home equity line of credit with convenient access to funds when you need them at a variable rate. You can also get a fixed rate equity loan that has set monthly payments for large purchases. Consolidating debt with a home equity loan could also streamline and lower your monthly payments. And for those of us who may have spent a little too much over the holidays, Navy Federal Credit Union can help you pay down that credit card debt. You could get a low intro APR on balance transfers with their platinum credit card. It's their lowest rate card, and it's a great tool to pay down debt. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Our members are the mission. Navy Federal is federally insured, equal housing lending, membership required, loan subject to approval. Call 1-888-842-6328 for details about credit costs and terms. HELOC APR is low as 6.5% as of November 23rd. All right, back talking with Marine veteran Bo Higgins, who's the senior manager on Amazon's military affairs team. Bo, so you talk about, we've covered your Marine Corps career. You ended up working at uh, the company that was making cable, and, which was a great start. Ultimately, tell us the story about how you ended up at Amazon. Yeah, no, it's interesting. You know, so I, we're, I, for two years, I spent a custom cable, uh, and it was a, a great first job, like I was saying before. Um, and it just taught me business and allowed me to, to learn about manufacturing, learn about, uh, HR, learn about business development and got to look my hands dirty and everything. And we actually ended up, uh, doing two of the build outs for Amazon, uh, big fulfillment centers in the Tampa area. 
So as those uh, build-outs are finishing up, my boss is like, hey, uh, how do we sell more cable to Amazon? I'm like, I don't know. I'll look on LinkedIn, see who I know at Amazon. Yeah. Uh, and I did. And I started calling friends of mine uh, that were veterans at Amazon. I'm like, you know, hey, how do any uh, Debo Higgins here, been a while. How do I sell more cable to Amazon? They're like, I have no idea how Amazon <laughs> buys fiber optic cable. However, um, Jeff Bezos is 2016. Jeff Bezos had just made a pledge to hire 25,000 veterans and military spouses. Yeah. Amazon didn't have a plan on how they do it. And, and people on that other end of the phone were like, would you be interested in coming to Amazon uh, and potentially helping us to grow this program? So again, timing and networking, right? I wasn't looking for a job. Um, it, it was just one of the things where I was, I was calling for one thing and that call led to a conversation that led me to get my foot in the door at Amazon. So it's, you, you never know when those opportunities may come up, but it's, that's why it's so important to maintain your networks. Cause again, it's it just, it can come out of the blue sometimes if you do maintain that and put the work in. So that's how I got there. Yeah. Uh, I came in as part of that effort uh, to deliver on Jeff Bezos's pledge to hire 25,000 veterans and military spouses. And I've been there now uh, six and a half, almost seven years and building programs to help, you know, do that, just that, hire our veterans and military spouses. Awesome. Wow. Okay. So talk about getting hired at Amazon and, and some of the things you initially did, like let's talk about uh, the military affairs team and, and the military hiring programs. And, you know, it sounds like you got in like on the ground floor when they really ramped all, all this stuff up. So love to hear about that. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, you know, so I, I, again, I, you're exactly right. I got on the ground floor. I was one of the first couple of folks uh, here to help build that program out. Our team has grown exponentially over that time. Uh, when I first got here, our focus was very much on hiring and we still have a very uh, specific and dedicated focus on veteran hiring. That said, uh, we also, we've, we've grown the team beyond just a hiring focus. So not only do we have, we have, what we call three pillars now on our military affairs team. One focused on hiring that I lead, one focused on retention and upskilling. So how do we make sure that not only are we keep getting veteran talent, but we're keeping it, right? Because retention is hard and veterans can you know, have a hard time making that transition. So how do we invest in them with mentoring programs and just really ensuring they have a good transition? Um, then we have a third pillar focused on uh, community engagement, uh, veteran community engagement. And, and primarily that's veteran mental health, veteran homelessness, and veteran hunger. Uh, all you know, issues that are near and dear to most every veteran's heart. Um, and I think Amazon realizes, right, that if we get involved in these issues, other companies will follow. Uh, you know, our size, our scale, our scope give us, you know, kind of that cachet in the industry where whatever we do, other companies will follow along. So, again, those three pillars make up the military affairs team, hiring, retention, and community engagement. And my main focus, though, is and has been on uh, the hiring side of that and helping those veterans, you know, you know figure out, um, you know, what opportunities may exist for them at Amazon. Um, and, and what I would say, and I, I say this all the time, you know, I don't care about your rank. I don't care about your military occupation specialty. I don't care you know, how long you were in service. Somewhere at Amazon, we have a job for you. You know, from, from an E1 to a, you know, O10, somewhere here, we need you. And we need every specialty. I mean, I need, you know, I need folks that are in public policy. I need lawyers. I need medical. Um, you know, I need mechanics. I need truck drivers. I mean, there's not something that we have here or we do here that doesn't, that not a fit in some way, shape or form. So again, I think there's often a 
perception at Amazon that, oh, uh, you know, only jobs there are in warehouses. No, we, we're so much more beyond that. We have so many technical jobs there. We, we have our own satellites. Um, you know, we, we make all these devices and we need technical people. We need program managers. So again, I, for anyone considering transitioning or in the transition process, I would encourage, encourage you to take a look at Amazon. Um, I think the challenge many times is that there, we have so many jobs, it's hard to figure out where to start. Uh, what, what I would tell you, we actually do have a technology. We work with a company called Opline. Um, we have an artificial intelligence-based talent matching tool. And I can share the link with you uh, later on, Joe. Basically, sure. you can go in there and you can enter your rank, your military specialty, your years of service, your clearance, and it will match you using artificial intelligence with all of Amazon's open jobs and say, hey, Based on what you have done, we think you would be the best fit for this. And then after that, you apply and hopefully we get you hired. I mean, not a guarantee you'll get hired, but it's at least a place to help you get started. And that's what I really tell transitioning veterans. And, I, and again, I talked about this a little bit before. You know, the hardest part for someone in transition is to figure out what they want to do, right? The more you can focus on what you want to do, people like myself can help you get to that end result. If I have an exact job name, a job number, Number and a resume tailored to that job, I can look that job up, I can find the hiring manager, and I can pull you out of the stack and engage on your behalf. But if you just come to me and say, hey, I'll do anything anywhere, that means you haven't done your homework, right? That was probably a great attitude to have in the military. Your monitor, your detailer, you know, would love to send you off to 29 Palms or to Korea. Like, all right, you'll do anything anywhere. Sweet. I love this guy. <laughs> you, if you come to me and do that, I will tell you, I don't know what you want to do. You go back and tell me what you want to do and I can help you or use my, you know, or use the, uh, the artificial intelligence uh, skills translator to help you find something. But the more you can focus and the more you can tailor that resume, the more likely I'm going to be able to get you in the right spot to be successful. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of been, you know, what I do and what I look at my role here yeah. as. That's very important, but it's hard, it's hard for a lot of veterans because especially the longer they've been in the military, they, if you don't know what's out there, you don't know if that's something you want to do. I mean, you no, can you're, say, you're right, you're you right. can say I, like, I mean, think, like you yourself, you had, I knew I wanted to be in some kind of an operational role. I mean, so that, that that's a start, but there's so many cool jobs deep deep in Amazon that no one's ever heard of, or you're like, I had no idea Amazon had satellites. Or If you don't know those jobs exist, it's tough to, as a veteran, to say, that's what I want to do. So you do have to do your research and start learning about those things, what the opportunities are out there. A hundred percent. And we, we host, uh, Amazon host every other week, we have a, a virtual webinar where we'll have usually eight or so recruiters from jobs across Amazon to do just that. Uh, we have veterans come on. Each one of them comes gives a spiel. You know, I, I'm I'm Joe. I'm a recruiter for Project Kuiper, which is our satellites. I'm Mary. I'm a recruiter for Amazon Web Services. I'm looking for data center engineers, and this is what that is. You know, so again, it's it's all about that information seeking. You know, it's it's networking, it's finding information, it's having informational interviews with people, not necessarily the formal interview process, but just kind of figuring out what is that job like. Am I going to like that job? Because I don't. I don't want to bring somebody in that's not going to stick around for a while, right? That's a bad experience for the candidate as well as for Amazon. We have to hire somebody else. That's money. That's money that we're going to have to reinvest to train somebody up and fill that job. So again, the more you can figure out what you want to do, 
And, you know, the more we're able to help, and that is, it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. Uh, and, and that's it's probably something you really should spend more than six months, nine months, a year kind of working through that process. I, I will also say, though, if you if you do get your foot in the door at Amazon, where well, the nice thing is here because we are so big, you know, you do have the opportunity to lat move or move into other roles, right? Mm-hmm. Getting your foot in the door can be super challenging. But once you're in and you decide, you know what, I love the culture, I'm a good operational fit, I'm doing well, but you know, I want to move out of operations and get into, I don't know, learning and development. I want to get into HR. We're probably going to help you do that because we you know, recognize that if you're a good cultural fit, I can train, it's easier for me to train you to do another job than it is to find someone that may not be a good cultural fit, right? So you know, the hard part really is, getting your foot in the door, no matter that's as a, through whatever program that may be, that be just being hired as a full-time employee, like, like anyone else coming through one of our apprenticeship programs, which we have several apprenticeship programs that are focused mostly on technical type roles, uh, utilizing our skill bridge program, which again, any transitioning veteran in their last six months can basically come here and do a, a 12 week internship for free and check Amazon out. I run our skill bridge program. That's something I, I encourage for any transitioning veteran to utilize a great benefit. And they actually just started that program for military spouses as well. Oh, there really? was 12 yeah. weeks. I was going to ask you about military spouses. That's awesome. Yeah, they have a, they have a, a new program. Uh, it's called MSCAP, Military Spouse Corporate something program. I'm going to miss a little bit there. But basically, it's a 12-week funded program. To, uh, in this year's NDA, they funded it with $5 million as a beta test. So they have a similar program for spouses uh, to do a skill bridge-like program or fellowship program, yeah. which we fully support on our team. Um, so again, there's, a, there's, a, there's many ways to get in the door at many different levels. Um, and again, my team's here to kind of help you navigate that and advocate for you and to put you in the best place to be successful, to help you with interviewing prep, you know, to help you with resume support. I mean, all those things are things we will do. And then, you know, you will like most likely have a veteran or military spouse as your recruiter, right? So we can speak the language a little bit and say, all right, uh, uh, we, we were in your shoes. We can help you get there. You might want to think about doing these things to make your, you know, yourself more marketable or more, you know, uh, give you a better chance to be successful in the Amazon process. Wow. Do you know, um, the Skillbridge program is fairly new. It's been around a couple of years, I think at least I've heard some other folks talk about the Skillbridge program with great success on the show before. If, if you're still in the military, you know how, from the inside of the military out, how do you find out about there's probably a lot of military folks that haven't heard of the Skillbridge program before. Yeah, so Skillbridge's been around now. I don't know how many years. I, mean, I want to say eight years or so. And okay. it started very small and has grown exponentially year over year as yeah. more people do find out about it. The Every base's transition office should have a rep there that can help that, you know, that, that transitioning service member um, navigate the process. Uh, in the Army, it's called the CSP, Career Skills Program. So you, if you hear Career Skills Program, that is SkillBridge. Okay. Um, so every service may call it something a little bit different. But basically, the, the, the way it works is, if you were in your last six months of, of, of service, you can ask your commanding officer to approve you to go serve in an internship uh, at any company. Right now, your commanding officer does not have to approve that. And if you were, you know, in a, you know, low density, low demand or high demand MOS, it's yeah. not, maybe he cannot, they can't afford to let you go. So right. there's no guarantee that you can, you can utilize it, but if you can, it's a fantastic program, right? Cause you're still being paid by DOD. Um, you're just coming to work. Your, your, your appointed place of duty is going to be at company X or company Y. And for 12 weeks, typically 12 weeks, it can be a little longer. Um, 
you're getting evaluated by them and the, 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 the program, I mean, it doesn't guarantee you a job. Um, but you know, the way we phrase it at Amazon, if you're, if you have a successful fellowship, there will be a job for you, yeah. but there is certainly an opportunity for you as a candidate to say, I don't want Amazon and Amazon say, I don't want you. Right. right. Which is a, a good thing, right? You'd better you better learn that yeah, then before you exactly. commit to it. Right. And, and don't enjoy it. Yeah. Wow. wow. What a, yeah. What a, what a phenomenal program. Um, but so it, maybe within the last six months they can go do the internship, but probably you, you don't want to wait to the very last minute to try this. Cause you might, you might have, you might take you a while to find a company that you think you want to go work with, or it might take you a while to make contact with Amazon. Um, probably working on this, maybe at least start looking at it a year out and be well familiar. And then when you get to six month window, you pull the trigger and you're in. I would say a year out for sure. You want to start kind of getting the information, getting your package together, yeah. figuring out what date you want to start um, and, and just kind of working through all of those things. We, we partner the, the U S chamber of commerce and they're hiring our heroes program. They're basically a third party uh, skill bridge provider, right? So they, they work with candidates across all services and they kind of put together resume books that they share with companies like Amazon and so many others to kind of bring all the Skillbridge candidates together. Now I can, I can also, Amazon is an authorized provider on our own. So we can work directly with candidates to set up kind of personalized Skillbridge programs. We also work though with the U S chamber of commerce and hiring our heroes and get kind of get resumes from them to interview candidates. So kind of a couple ways you can approach it. Wow. That's awesome. So talk a little bit about what your experience being on the hiring side of things with, with veterans, you know, what, what kind of advice would you be talking to with guys who are still in the military on their way out or military spouses? Um, you know, first of all, talk about the positive things like why does Amazon want to hire veterans so bad? Yeah. You know, I, I, that question is interesting. I think is, you know, we're not a Boeing, we're not, we're not, we're not North Drummond. We don't have a necessarily a, a, a military connection, so to speak. Right. I think that in, in its simplest terms, you know, Amazon has leadership principles that are the core and part and parcel of what we do. And those leadership principles are things that we at Amazon talk about every day. And every decision we make is based around these leadership principles. Some of those leadership principles are things like deliver results, bias for action, think big, right? So who better to emulate those type of characteristics than veterans? So, you know, there's a, there's a great quote from Jeff Bezos saying, hey, we're looking for these leadership principles. Veterans have these leadership principles. Of course, we're going to target that type of candidate. And we, and we certainly track and have data to show that veterans do very well here. Um, and so, again, it's, it's kind of one of those self-licking ice cream cones. If, if some veterans get in and do well, then you're going to hire more of them down the line, right? Because the things they possess just, and it's beyond just leadership, right? It's not, leadership is kind of like, I expect that from a, a veteran, right? Mm-hmm. I expect you're going to show up on time. Uh, some of the things that I think of are, are really, it's, it's diversity. And when I say diversity, which is veteran population is diverse in race and gender, but, but veterans bring diversity of thought, they look at problems differently. They're good at problem solving, you know, and that is a, a unique ability here because we're very often, you know, at Amazon, it's, it's, a, it's a fast paced, chaotic environment and somebody can look at a problem in a different way and analyze it in a different light. That's a valuable asset to a company like us, you know, and for someone that can operate independently, right? If you have to be told what to do, A, B, C, D, you're not going to do well here, right? So we look for those folks that can can think outside the box, 
can can have ideas that you can run with them and have that you know, we can we can trust them to be off on their own and do things. And, and veterans are just a population that embodies that in so many ways. It makes sense for us to make the investment in those veterans. Absolutely. So, entrepreneurship. Amazon's a very entrepreneurial minded company, which is great. So, somebody that's you know, possibly wanting to get out and try something different, maybe, you know, not work in the cube farm at, at corporate America. Amazon's a very operationally focused company, um, high, pay, high, you know, high speed, high paced. Uh, talk a little bit about some of the entrepreneurial things going on in Amazon. You know, even in the day, even in the day to day, you mentioned, you know, there's problems arising every day that need problem solver mind minded folks. Talk about how, if, if somebody's, toying with the idea of entrepreneurship, how Amazon might be a good place to start. Yeah, I think there's a couple things there, right? There, there's one is just the purely how many startups we work with and allow them to utilize our platform typically to sell something, right? If you if you are producing something and want to sell it, you're an entrepreneur, you know, we have um, a lot of programs for supplier diversity to bring in veterans to, to help them, you know, be successful here. Right. So th- from that lens, Amazon certainly can help you. I think the thing that I have, um, you know, it's a big company, right? So you're not going to necessarily be in charge and have the ability to come in and, and run your own show, but sure. what you are going to have is the ability to innovate all the time. I think that's what we, we value innovation. We are not afraid to fail you know, but fail fast and learn from it, right? That attitude, that's an entrepreneurial attitude that we have here, that this company kind of, even though we're, we're Amazon's 1.4 million people now, right? You know, but even in that size, we have a very entrepreneurial, you know, day one, everything, you know, if you hear Jeff Bezos talk about every day is day one, every day we're, you know, we are starting at day one and trying to figure it out and we're innovating and we're doing it at speed and we're doing it at scale. So again, it's more of that entrepreneurial mindset that we value more than you being able to come in and have your own, you know, product or own thing out there. But that is something I think if you're, if you are looking to get off and do something on your own and, you know, come here and learn that attitude and, and then maybe go off and then take, okay, I've got a lot of you know experience at Amazon. Now I'm gonna do my own thing. And so many people you see do that as a launching pad because of the almost the, you know, the incubator of entrepreneurialism that we have here that allows you to kind of function in that way. Wow. That's awesome. Well, um, so Bo, earlier you mentioned a, a link that uh, veterans can go to where they can type in their information and open up a portal to possible job, uh, job ideas. What, what's that link? Uh, it's, it's, I, I, I will send it to you later on. It's okay. www.amazon.jobs backslash military, I think. But let me, I, if I can send it to you, you can add it to yep, the uh, we'll podcast the link. That's I will awesome. give you a flyer or the show notes. I will get that over to you. We have, a, we have links to our web, to our, um, to our, uh, bi, uh, bi-weekly, um, webinars. We have a link to that skills translator. Okay. And then we have a link just to our jobs page for veterans that will talk about all the different programs that we do have to include skill bridge and uh, apprenticeship and military spouse opportunities and all, and all of the above. Awesome. Well, we'll try to get as many of those links in the, in the show notes as we can. Uh, so people can go there and check it out. Um, I want to give you the last word, Bo. So if you're talking to somebody that's, that's on their way out of the military, um, you know, looking for, looking for that transition, what kind of advice comes to mind? 
I think the main thing, and I can't, I can't emphasize this enough, is you know, it's it's going to be scary, right? I get, we all get it. Uh, it. It's hard to to make that transition, and it can be just a, you know, a, a scary world out there. But we've millions of us, thousands of us, do it every year, and we make that leap. You have a network to help you. People like myself at Amazon, and there are so many other companies out there. Lowe's, JP Morgan, Target. I mean, I, I can go on and on and on. Verizon, they have amazing military support teams. So, you know, reach out, reach out to me. If you, I mean, I'm happy to connect you with someone at Verizon or happy to connect you with someone at Lowe's, right? So use your military network. It is, it is out there. There are people that want you to be successful. I can't hire them all. I know that, but I can help you find someone that can probably hire you or at least talk to you about the process. So I'm happy to do it. It's what I do. It's my passion. Um, and again, it's, it's scary. I get that, but you have a support network and we truly are here to help. That's awesome. Well, Bo, thanks for sharing your personal insights and your, your personal story. And uh, it's been great information, valuable for anybody transitioning out of the military and uh, look forward to your future success. Awesome. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me today. I really appreciate it. You bet. All right. These two Marines are Oscar Mike. Thank you for listening to Veteran on the Move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time, this veteran is Oscar Mike.